There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Five, four, three, two, one. You got it! It's time for episode 678 of Who Charted, the show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have passed Checkpoint Emmy. And I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer. And with me, as always, Brett, Peter, BPM Morris, a.k.a. Starred. What's up, Starred? Hell yeah. yeah. What's up? Did you see the Emmys? I did not. I was watching the uh, wild card. The wild card game. Of course. Yeah. Well, How was the uh, Emmys? Did it was okay. It? it was the uh, beef one big, uh, the bear okay. one big, and okay. succession. Those are both clean, cleaned up. Oh, okay. Those are the big three. All food related, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> succession, not exactly food related. But um, did you have any skin in the game? Were you involved in any of those any projects? Um, no, God, I would love to be able to say I was involved, but. Um, the uh, the the wildest part to me was they had a sort of a, a tribute to like the best TV moments or something like it was the broadest category I've ever seen. They threw out this like net of history of just like, but then all the examples they used, okay, which are valid, is like they showed a clip of like Golden Girls and then they showed a clip of uh, like the Simpsons first Christmas episode and then. I don't know. I love Lucy or something. And then they showed 9-11, <laughs> like just the oh new, the newscast of 9-11. Wow. And it was like, like, uh, like they're giving themselves credit for thinking it up and yeah, as if like these are just all it. parts of the magic of, of television in our lives. Right. Right. But it was just so, it was so strange. Like if you're including the worst newscast of all time, with the Golden Girls, you know, what I mean, it's just like, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, like, how would you know about this tragedy? As well as these shows that we stuffed in there between newscasts. Yeah, uh, wow, it yeah, it's pretty crazy. So is tasteful and uh, restrained. That sounds absolutely good. yes. Well, congratulations to all the winners, and we'll be keeping track with all the people jockeying to win one next year. Meanwhile, you have Cat Williams on uh, Club Shay Shay, which is probably more watchable than any of that stuff. Oh, I don't yeah. Think they don't give awards for that. Best, uh, you know, they ambush should. session on a podcast. There usually is like once a year, like an outlandish standout interview that somebody gives, you know? Yeah. Like, remember when it was like Quincy Jones? He gave that one interview. Yeah. Where he was just talking shit about the everybody. event interview. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're just like, whoa, this guy's on fire just out of nowhere. I like it. This that much truth. That. that much truth. That much truth is going to become like what's expected, you know? Yeah. It's like it sets a new bar. But we'll get into that after we meet our guest. Look, here he comes now. You know him from tons and tons of comedy appearances. And now he's branching out. It's his drip. Jesus. <laughs> wow. He waited all this time to break into drama. And that's the thanks he gets. He'll be on Chicago Med in his dramatic debut on CBS. We're glad to have him back on the charts. It's Seth Morris. No relation. Oh, How's no it going? <laughs> thanks for having me, man. I'm psyched to be here. 
Yeah, we're psyched to have you back. It's been way too long. Yeah. I was telling you, I started to tell you off air that for about four years now, I've been meaning to compliment you on something. Mm. And uh, then there was like a two-second pause, and you guys were like, well, tell us on air. (laughs) So um, what I was going to say is I have no idea what it is. Uh, I was going to compliment. I know for four, like, I was meaning to. You forgot? No, no clue. But I know you were amazing in something or something you did was super funny. But I, oh, I, can't, great. I can't grasp what it is. Maybe maybe during the show it'll come back to me. Wow. But, well, yeah. you know, I have something. It's not a compliment, but it's a, it's, it's a thing where you got into my head. And this happened years ago. And I think, I think, okay. So I remember you saying, I think on stage or might've been on podcast. No, cause it was on stage. Cause you had a video of it, of, of somebody was talking really loud at a cafe and you're just talking about how it's annoying because you're filling in the conversation. It's like, I know it's just people talk at cafes, but when it's just one person, you're filling, you, you're distracted from your thoughts because you're filling in what's happening on the other side. Yep. And you, you, you had a thing with this lady and she was actually very nice about it. You said, can you please stop? And she's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. And she stopped. Oh yeah. The video of her were trying to call her friend, trying to get her friend's attention. That's what it was. The coffee shop. That's yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 Maybe the, I'm <laughs> conflating the two, but, no, but the, the, the one was like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. But that always was a pet peeve of mine of people talking. And this is years ago. And I was fucking, I was in the wrong here. <laughs> but I think I must have, you know, you don't, you're not quite sure how things get in your brain. But in this way, I kind of trace back. I'm like, I wonder if when Howard said that it got in my brain. I think not terribly long after that, but like not right away. I was at a cafe. I was probably hungover, And some fucking guy was just talking super loud. Ugh. Like rolling calls, uh. rolling calls. And I was like, I started getting pissed off and I looked around whether I was true or true or not. I was getting in my head. I'm like, everybody's pissed off at this guy. Nobody's going to say anything. I'm going <laughs> to fucking say something. Fucking. And, uh, and I'm getting worked up, worked up. And, uh, you know, he's some hipster little fucker and talking about, beast. Well, yeah, he's talking about, well, I want to record you guys or I want to something, something. And he fin- I go, excuse me, can you can you take that outside? <laughs> and but I was pissed, obviously. And he looked at me, he goes, when I'm done with this call. Oh, and I go, oh. I go, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> and then every- nice. I see everybody like tense up. I go, you're a fucking asshole. And he goes, ah, <laughs> oh, what? And I said, you're a fucking dick, dude. And I just yeah. laid into him. Oh. And um <laughs> And you know, it was like I'm not. It wasn't. It wasn't a super proud moment, but I was just like, you know. And I at that in my head, I was like, everybody's gonna start like being like, yeah, shut the fuck up. And people were like, ooh, this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or they're <laughs> like, he's sure. take, he's taking care of it, so I don't. Yeah. Have to. yeah. <laughs> then you I'm tell them. Sure. You tell them. Uh, Howard Kramer told me to do this. Yeah, blame him. Like, Dragon yeah. Boy Swain. I threw a <laughs> coffee in his face. But I'm pretty sure that I did that because. You got your your you got into my subconscious, right? Well, it thrills me that it annoys you. If even if I did plant it in there, but uh, yeah, the the I yeah, if if two people are talking, it's just a buzz of noise. Yes. You can kind of tune it out. But if there's these pauses and then somebody keeps talking, it alerts you like, <laughs> oh, somebody's talking. Yeah. And then um, it's kind of like if you saw two people making out. Okay, they're making out. But if one guy was just standing there by himself. <laughs> like, Licking his tongue <laughs> Kissing the air. Yeah, totally. You, you can't take it. Get out of here. You're going to have to tell the story. Yeah, your brain's going to fill in the other half of it. Right. <laughs> it's funny. So, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, I know, it's, everybody should know that. I mean, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, <laughs> we're going to be counting down the charts with you today. Excited about that. Yeah. So we'll get into the music chart. But first, I have to quickly wrap the history of recorded music. Music. We used to play LPs, eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next, Chat GTP? Soon. 
Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Is it Jet GTP? Let me write it down. No, it's GPT. GPT. Can you cut and splice that? <laughs> I can have Chat GPT do it. Thank you. Oh yeah, look at that. What was the deal with uh, NASCAR or uh, Formula One? Somebody they were using a AI like hot chick reporter. Oh, were they? Oh, that's what I heard. And then they had to stop doing it because people were like, you know, you had to make a chick that you wanted to work with. I I don't know what the what the response was exactly. They're like, but, I can't stalk that chick. She's not real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch that one. All right, I'm well, sure well, it's just the beginning of those these kind of issues coming yeah, up. Yeah, you know, live deep fakes or so. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, did you see? Did you see the uh, speaking of AI? The AI George Carlin like wow. routine. What? Absolutely well, they gave him crazy. Some new bits. New bits. Yeah. His and his daughter is like you know super up angry about it. Up in arms. But um, I saw a video on Will Sasso's like Instagram where they're listening back to this, and it's in George Carlin's voice. Obviously, it's not going to be as as good as George Carlin. But like what I and it's it super fucked up from a from a just like a likeness impersonation thing. But I was struck that it, that it is getting to a place where it is, has the cadence and the pacing of a stand up routine, and right. it's, it's basically gotten to the point of like a very hacky comedian, like okay. who, who just has very hack jokes. But I mean, it, I wonder if it'll be like a filter. Like I want to hear Eddie Murphy's old jokes as told by Mike Birbiglia. Oh yeah, you could already <laughs> do you that. Could, like it's like a skin you put on, you know. You could already do that, but the the thing with this one is it's creating new takes and new jokes. Oh, so he's talking about contemporary shit. Yeah, like that it's, it's claiming if George Carlin was alive. Exactly. He would say, yeah. Oh wow. And the wow. funny thing is because they're kind of making faces at it as they're listening. You know, like it's not getting laughs, but it's they're kind of interested in it. But at the end, it actually manages to get a laugh with this like Bill Cosby kind of hacky joke. But uh. It has like a real setup to it's it. It's like a guy sweating at an open mic. Like yeah. he's going to throw in something hacky at the end just to get away. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Well, yeah, that's that's scary and terrible. Yeah. Terribly scary. Uh, yeah. But I wonder for how far away we are from like, you know, they have fucking Tupac hologram. Yeah. People would probably at some point pay money for a George Carlin hologram or a, you know. Yeah. We're like, uh, roast me, George, like it's roast battle. Roast yeah. me, George. <laughs> Something he would never do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Invite him to your birthday parties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Do a cameo. Can George Carlin do a cameo for my birthday? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's count down the uh, iHeart alternative rock chart. Nice. Wow. Alternative rocks. Still yeah. Out there chugging along. <clears throat> Coming in at number five. Number five. <laughs> this is this is one we had with uh, when Will Hines was the guest. This is Fallout Boy with a cover of We Didn't Start the Fire. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's so insane. This is something an, an AI could already annihilate. Oh, they changed the words. <laughs> they changed the words. They changed the words, and they're already outdated. Also, I like how is the Iceland volcano like some exit? Like, oh, it's so scary. Everybody just sort of thought, oh, that's kind of cool. Nature's still in charge, you know? Yeah. Like you, you, you're really yeah, that, losing sleep yeah, over that, the Iceland volcano. Right. Yeah, that fits in like the 9-11 and the Emmys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which but, one's uh, Fall Out yeah. Boy? Is that the guy with Pete Wentz? Uh, it's it's um, my right testicle, actually. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the one. That's the okay. one, I believe. Pete Wentz, okay. yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, it's funny because 
usually they don't even bother to uh, say it's like a remake. You know, they just like steal the main lick of a song and then start whining over it with that thing they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this time they give it credit as a cover, but then they change it. It's always a mess over there. Ugh. The words aren't even in chronological order. It's just like they're kind of just jumping around everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should just yell out the years. Like, yeah. 95, 92, <laughs> 2001, 1997. <laughs> All right. Coming in at number four. Number four. This is Cold War Kids with Run Away With Me. This has my buddy Joe Plummer as the drummer. Whoa. Shout from, out to Joe. From Mr. Heavenly. Joe kept that thing going. Otherwise, he I would have pulled out early. <laughs> He's the best part. Yeah. Um, oh, that's wild that they're still going. Like, uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's an old band, right? They're big. Yeah, they, yeah they've been around forever. Uh, I know I've heard but, that voice before. Yeah, they yeah. had the, uh, yeah, they had like a few few hits, several. Totally. Always but, like um, these big tours. They have like the A package tour bus and everything, you know? Right. Like both of the songs so far have that upbeat kind of sound, I guess like the Jack Antonoff kind of upbeatness to them. Like, uh, they're made for arenas. Yeah. Yeah. And this like generation, they've had so much go wrong. Like they just can't handle like hearing anything sad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Coming in at number three, number three cannons with loving you. That's like waiting outside for your girl while she's in the dressing room, like trying on clothes, and you yeah. gotta sit like sit through this music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a hand clap. I gotta say, it's a cheap <laughs> shot, but it yeah. really gets yeah, in it my always, head. I'm just surprised that this is considered alternative rock. Yeah, yeah, they gotta throw it in there. Pop. They don't have an easy listening chart anymore. Maybe. Yeah. Right. But uh, um, anything that below Casey Musgraves disco kind of music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, country or, disco. Or Dua Lipa. Yeah. Um. All right, coming in at number two. Number two. Green Day. What? The, <laughs> the American Dream is killing me. <laughs> They're always rebelling, uh, and it always sounds like they're not, but they are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing it to me like that they're, they're just trying sort to get of, you to buy something like a jingle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they did the whole American Idiot thing. That was like such a big success for them and such a specific album that it's it's kind of amazing to me. They're just sort of doing that again, doubling <laughs> you know, like, down on it. Yeah. When you think the America, darker side think of the Green moon. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's just, like, I always want to root for them. Like, I remember the first stuff and it was good. And they're always, uh, you know, counterculture. Totally. Or, uh, 
left wing or whatever, but they always yeah. they, they definitely like won me over in terms of just their you know their longevity and their their like they need to get like a patch smear. They need to get someone to amp them up or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Foo Fighters have Pat Smear or uh, yeah, like get a keyboard player or something. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that Dookie album, make, like all my friends, you know, in school, and it, it, it just like took over. Yeah, it was good, but it felt a little wussier than like the grunge I was listening to. So I was just kind of like, "What's this poppy stuff?" Even though it was obviously catchy. Right, but then, yeah. like, they just kept pumping it out over the years. That now I'm like, all right, a little too much. Kind of, of yeah. undeniably good at songwriting, but uh, it's almost just like too. It's too familiar sounding. Yeah, that's weird. It's weird how old that song sounded. I mean, yeah. I know it's them, but it's like, you know, right? Yeah, Sounds I like would totally believe that was off the that first album or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, they got to sw- do something, switch it up. Um, was that number one? No, coming in at number one. Number one. Blink one eighty two with one more time. Oh my god! Wow, all the <laughs> all the suspects yeah. are in. I couldn't see the meaning. I couldn't even recognize. The student surpasses the teacher. Blink one eighty two <laughs> taking over Green Day. <laughs> I thought you said T-shirt. <laughs> the teacher student surpasses the t-shirt. Older, but nothing's any different. The same with them, you know, they, they're always, uh, their music sounds like the lyrics are talking you out of killing yourself, but then the music <laughs> makes you want to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed messages coming out of there. That's right. That's, that's complexity. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, you know, again, they're, they've been around forever and the one guy had cancer and, you know, it's it's yeah. like you just sort of respect them as people that are still alive. Right. They're like you a know? soap opera, like, you know, yeah. all the characters yeah. that they've been through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then, is that the same one who became like a UFO conspiracy nut? Yeah. Like that's, yeah. they're, they're all three of them are weird and fringe in their own way. You know, like right. the one's all tatted up and got, he's got the Kardashian. Then the one's <laughs> got the aliens. Yeah. Then that does make the, me like them more. The, the tat guy got into the plane crash. <laughs> yeah. But then the other one's not normal either. He's like, isn't he the suicidal one? I don't know. <laughs> They're uh, like, I don't I know. I guess we'll it, find out. It always throws <laughs> <laughs> It always throws me when a band like that, or them especially, uh, like hearing the thoughtful ballads from them. It's like right. with their sort of snot-nosed vocals. Yeah, yeah. It's like it kind of makes sense when they're going like, and like doing yeah. like a fun song. But when they're like, hey, guys, let's talk about something real for a second. Right. I'm just like, it's like no. <laughs> they sound like if Jed, Jed the Fish from K-Rock was like complaining about technical difficulties. (laughs) You got my mic on, you know, like my mic's not on. My mic's not on. Yeah. It's fine when he's upbeat and just introducing the next song, but then, and they always use that uh, oboe or that, you know, that chamber music. Oh, like a cello. Oh, the cello. Yeah, the cello. Yeah. (laughs) That's a signifier for a life change. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like shit's serious yeah. now yeah like slow cello. down dude cello yeah i don't think van halen cello ever out. turned to a cello did they no who did no van halen closest they, they got ever. was the was the you know you the know, keyboards the, the, the synthesizer Keyboard. Yeah. they had the uh the power drill and the power yeah. drill and power <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> guys i want to get really sincere with this one <laughs> i brought a power drill Power drill. <laughs> DeWalt. It's a DeWalt. I yeah. did see David Lee Roth one time on the Tonight Show, and he did a straight up Vegas style medley of uh, Van Halen songs. Yeah. Oh wow. Unironically, it no, it was terrible. But yeah, I was <laughs> like, kind of exciting at the same time. Right. On. Um, yeah. I wish it was good. Maybe maybe they'll take that and remake it. AI will make that good somehow. Yeah, I think he's capable of making it like 
good, but he's just such a whack. Like he's just so weird. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I kind of like his weirdness and his Vegas oddball. Oh yeah. Uncle personality. It's well, just it's like, also one of those things like when you're a kid, you don't see it, but in retrospect, it's like, oh, he was always that way. He was always you know? that guy. He was destined. He was to be always a hundred percent that. Yeah. When exactly. I saw them, he's uh, too like much the, guy. When they the last time they did the reunion with him, and it was Wolfgang was playing bass. Yeah. And Dave Lee Roth just looked. He looked like a kid at a bar mitzvah. He was so proud of himself, and like he would stop and do oh, like yeah. this big smile, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just uh-huh. like look at me, look at me, and it was awesome. He's always thought the whole show was about him, really. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is just an incredible attitude to have when you're yeah. standing in front of I Eddie. I mean, when you're like, <laughs> if, if he's like, I've got to do something to keep up with what Eddie, Eddie, you know, Eddie's yeah. going to be making their jaws drop. So it's just like <laughs> anything yeah. he can do. To- yeah. But he doesn't betray that. Like his attitude seems to be like, I got to pick these guys up because they're, oh, bo- they're, they're boring the crowd. Like I got to be on my game. Right. <laughs> like, I got to carry this team right now. Yeah. <laughs> and Michael Anthony's just like, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you, guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's a, I just discovered behind the Guitar Center on Sunset, there's a big Eddie Van Halen mural. And, oh, it's uh, behind it. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. And it, it's got this uh, QR code where you point your phone at it, and it says it somehow brings it alive. So I pointed the phone and then I, I didn't want to like go to the app or whatever, but it does something back there. It's like a living <laughs> Eddie Van Halen mule. I'm <laughs> surprised that the uh, the Pasadena one doesn't have something like that because that's mm. the one I go to now. Yeah. And then I always think like this must be the one Eddie must have walked through these doors like a bunch of times. The right. Pasadena Guitar Center. Maybe it's got Dave's this could- huge face on it. You could paint a huge mural. Yeah, they should do it, especially yeah, in the in the home area for sure. You should yeah. become a weirdo and just make that your mission. Like become like get really vocal about it and pick it. <laughs> Stand outside with signs. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I don't care about the homeless. Let's get Eddie his living girl <laughs> or David. Uh well, right on. That was a fun one. And we'll be right back with the movie chart. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Yeah, I always root for Dave's things to be good. And then when they're not, you just kind of like. Yeah. Like, do you, do you follow him on Instagram? Uh, No. Check it out. It's, it's so weird sometimes. He's just alone in his mansion and (laughs) Uh. I don't want to say too much. It's not that it's like, he's having a blast, whatever the fuck he's doing. He does it like he was dancing. Didn't we look at one where he's just like dancing around to some old songs? Yeah. He dances and he has like, he puts a big fan and has like these flag silks that that he does. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's wild. I would love to see him and Steven Tyler, like go at each other with just like, Oh, oh yeah, those yeah. kind of one-liner. Like, Did you phrases? send me that thing where there's somebody put together? <laughs> St- 
Steve and Tyler and David Lee Roth, they like AI'd it, them talking to each other. Oh, I'll oh, find wow. it and send it to you. Oh, it's yeah, really funny. Both. And they're just like, wow. Because <laughs> 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 they both think they're like Mr. Bojangles, Jazz or Tron. Yeah, yeah, they think they're like uh, Louis Armstrong. Or, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get in the movie chart. My name is H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with our guest, Seth Morris. Morris. And Brett Morris. And this is the movie chart. (laughs) Movies, they used to be too silent. Nowadays, they're too loud and violent. Most of them, I am not a client. People on the big screen are friggin' giant. Movies. You probably got to fix that one in post. Sorry about that. <laughs> you almost I left out some words, too. No one will be the wiser. Call your AI guy. All right, coming in at number five. Number five. These are the top movies, the uh, the top of the box office this week. This is Anyone But You. I could never be with someone like him. This girl's a disaster. Oh, oh is this the good-looking one? Good-looking people one? Yeah. Sydney Sweeney. Is it going, stranger? What's going on over there? Darren Barnett, Glenn Powell. That man does not have a heart. No way. Honey, look who's here. Who is it? My ex. Jonathan, my parents have been trying to get us back together. He's like a son to us. Maybe we should just tell everyone we're together. What? It would solve that problem for me, and you clearly want Margaret. She's seizure with me. She wants what she can have. Classic setup. That woman sounds like, it sounds like that voice was dubbed in, like this was shot in another country, and then they're like, let's have somebody try to, you know, be that character. Like, she sounded like she was reading off of a of a script for the first time. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're going to use our one of our local celebs for that role. <laughs> yeah, totally. In our country. She clearly wants to be with me. Man, that shit makes me feel so old cuz who is she? Is she she's is she a famous Oh, she's from person? yeah, from uh the the Mike White one. Uh Oh, uh, oh, Lotus. Euphoria? Oh no, she's Euphoria, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, That's okay. That's White Lotus. She's sorry. been in a few things. Yeah. She's the uh hottie of the moment. Uh, even though, uh, you know, didn't look like Hollywood was going to sell us another hottie there for a second. But there they go. <laughs> it's good that rom-coms are still around. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been in a um, set like that where you show up and you go, oh, this is like a good looking people movie. Like everybody's good looking or. Mm. or I, I did it. Like- I did like a one line in a, uh, who was it? Ashton Kutcher, Natalie Portman movie. And those okay. were, you know what I mean? Th- those are the kind of people who are like, oh man, you they really are just so crazily good looking in real life. Like, yeah. sometimes there's famous people who are like, oh, okay, they did whatever to them for the screen. But it's like, yeah. oh, these are genetic anomalies who are just fucking, yeah. like, you can't, the you, know, you, you start staring at them before you notice who they are kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. You go, wow, they're so good looking. Oh, that's why they got that. Right. Yeah, I I saw Rebecca Romaine at a stain before she was Stamos once at a party, and it was just like that. I was like, "That's the best looking person I've ever." Oh, that's Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason, right? People thought that before you. I thought right, that right. too with uh, Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. I saw. I go <laughs> that couple over there. Oh, <laughs> okay. So good looking. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, coming in at number four. Number the be- four. The beekeeper. Everyone, need your attention, please. I'm going to burn this place to the ground. A British guy in a Carhartt. Is that, is that, is he just playing a character in that scene? It doesn't look right. This place was crabgrass and weeds, and you brought it back to life. Mrs. Parker and I were friends. In The Beekeeper, one man's brutal campaign for vengeance takes on national stakes after he is revealed to be a former operative of a powerful and clandestine organization known as Beekeepers. They're just oh. making... Well, it's He's an actual beekeeper and then his clandestine group is called The Beekeepers? <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's I like that. Wild. What's his uh, rock band that he plays in t- two nights a week called? <laughs> Bee- beekeepers? <laughs> 
Um, I that looks fun. That looks like a a twenty five year old movie that they just made. You know, it looks like a late nineties yeah. kind of movie. Yeah, vengeance will never go out of style. Right. They kill his nice elderly neighbor, whoever you know, his innocent friend. It's like the John Wick dog, and then right, and then it's on. No, yeah, that looks kind of fun. Yeah, it does. I like that there's a British uh, star that's like, you know, like there's, he's like better than the American action guys. Yeah. Denzel's old. Liam Neeson's old. He's not American. No. He's better than watching John Cena. He's <laughs> better than watching The Rock. What about that Reacher guy? Reacher, oh my God. Yeah. Reacher, he seems, he's, just, he's vying for the number one spot. He's trying to do too much. Yeah. He's trying to do too much. <laughs> um, okay, coming in at number three. Number three. Migration. What? This isn't about migration. It's about adventure. Whoa, 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 hey. What just happened? I don't know, but you're in trouble. What is that? What's Douglas? It's you with Jude. Will you be taking the kid to this one? I already did. Yeah. Oh, and you did? uh yeah, for a, another kid's birthday, and I. This is no knock against the movie, but I don't. I've not. I've put a good tracker. I haven't stayed awake for a kid's movie in the theater in five years because they have those seats are so fucking comfortable, and I'm just like, oh, I can I can tune out, and I've gotten really good at falling asleep with a kid's show or kid's movie on, just boom. Um, but they seem to like it, you know. You There's wake like, up and you just go, wasn't that great? Yeah, do, totally. Do you, they don't know. Do they know you're sleeping, or does he know you're sleeping? No, he doesn't seem. I don't know. He, I mean, he he gets so engrossed in stuff. Yeah, actually, yesterday it was really cute because he was watching SpongeBob, which he doesn't usually watch, and he was so fucking excited. He was just so rivet, like every second of it. He was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like it was really funny to see. But like he'll he'll just. He doesn't, he keeps talking to me whether I'm awake or not. And then he just likes to tell me about it after. But yeah. it was really cute to see, like, it was like a birthday of just like four or five boys and the, all the ways that they, you know, like there was fart jokes, of course, and they all like, oh, laughed at that. And then when something scary happened, oh, and then at the end they yeah. stood up and clapped and it was like, it was fun. <laughs> they gave it a standing O. Yeah. Yeah, but it's Are weird you, how like okay. all the this generation is like that Kumail Aquafina. They're in all that generation of comedians is mm. the animation voices now in in right, right. All, all sorts of movies. That's how the kids will know them. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Have it's you wild. thought about grooming them into a boy band, like a One Direction or something like that? <laughs> yeah, that would be cr- pretty cool. Yeah, like uh, uh, it was probably good to start now. You know, yeah, get them yeah. cooking early, or at the very least, I could get all their to turn them into an AI band. I could get like just their genetic <laughs> material, you know, all yeah, right, capture yeah, yeah. their faces, yeah, yeah, scan them, yeah. Why have that? Why try to wrangle them for rehearsals and stuff when you can just take their likenesses? Totally, <laughs> yeah, right all on. Right. Coming in, number two, number two, Wonka. I've spent the past seven years traveling the world perfecting my craft. You see, I'm something of a magician, inventor, and chocolate maker. So quiet up and listen down. Nope, scratch that, reverse it. Mr. Wonka, I can say you're a man of great ingenuity. What are you doing? I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Dark, white, nutty, absolutely insane. Many people have come here to sell chocolate. They've all been crushed by the chocolate cartel. You can't get a shop without selling chocolate, and you can't sell chocolate. Oh, now he's like a startup kid? Like it's a this startup? Is the origin, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll see this. This is the Paddington people. Those movies are great. It's good they're, they're teaching kids yeah. how cartels work. <laughs> yeah. That's valuable. Right. Yeah. 
It's like Scarface, the same story. Like, yeah. This guy's, this disruptor's coming in. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel like Timothy Chalamet is on the brink of, I, I feel like I've heard too much about him, but he's, he's undeniable too. Like he's a good actor. Yeah. I've heard good and things And the fact about that it. he's, but the fact that he's dating a Kardashian or a Jenner or whatever is kind of a bummer to me. Yeah. That's weird. Right. But, um, Yeah. They yeah, really like. What's he this. doing? What's he they, really after? They just find like they seem to find everybody with like rising star power and get oh yeah get at them early. It's like a the Kardashian pas- passage. Yeah, yeah. Like the- Except for Courtney, she had to wait for uh, Travis Barker. <laughs> yeah, she waited for him to. <laughs> Is she the one that was with um, the basketball player that had, with, had had all the drug problems? No, that's um, Chloe. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but they all got somebody or are in the, you know, just had somebody or. Yeah. Could you imagine being like just like an accountant on a date with a Kardashian? They'd be so <laughs> fucking. Uh, they'd be so disgusted with you. <laughs> I, wa- I wonder if they have like their own family like app, like dating app. Right. That they use like maybe just like. It's their mom. Certain oh, VIPs so they- <laughs> have a, get access to the app. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> And then it helps them keep track of who their sisters have already dated. So right. They don't date them. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, all right. Coming in at number one. Number one. This is Mean Girls Revenge Party. May I have everyone's attention, please? We have a new student. What's up, Katie? Are you trying to make the rest of us feel dumb? I'm not trying to. It's just happening. There's your hand clap, Seth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Regina George is a scum-sucking lifer in her. Why is he by our table? I can hear you, by the way. Can you hear me now? We're going to make her pay. Girls are made deranged by what's called hormones. W-H-O-L. John Hamm. Oh, what is going on? Don't worry about it. Dance break. This is almost like Dazed and Confused with uh, Wooderson, like... The teachers get older, the kids stay the same age. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Tim Meadows was in there. Good to see Tim Meadows. Um, Yeah, it's like, I know it's kind of all this stuff taken as a whole is kind of a bummer. I mean, not to, to knock anything individual, but it's every single thing that we've talked about is like almost 20 years old, at least. Right, right, right. You know, it's another property. It's another the music this, it's another and the that. movies. It's like, mm-hmm. it's weird. It's fucking Very weird. weird. It is weird. It's I guess that's all the so- money people is. They won't, they won't make anything unless there's some sort of, you know, recognizability or whatever. But, ugh. Yeah, you got to go in. You got to say it was a graphic novel, even if it was just some script that you wrote. You yep, know what I mean? Yep. You got to, it was an app. <laughs> Yeah, it was an emoji. (laughs) Somebody saw it and liked it. I promise. Oh, dude, that's got to be for sure. There's got to be a movie based on an app soon. Tinder the movie. Oh yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Ways ways the movie. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, not to double back or to double back. What was uh, no strings attached? Was that the movie you were in with? uh... I think so. Yeah. Okay. I have it yeah. on DVD. Oh yeah, because oh. there was another one where they made with with like that was the exact same movie. Yeah, it was um, Friends with Benefits. Yes, yeah, which yeah. I think was with Mila Kunis, wasn't it? Yeah, that was oh that was Kunis. Yeah, that was Kunis. One was Timberlake. One was Kutcher. Yeah, so Kutcher was with. This is the irony of it, Howard. Is Kunis was with was not with uh, Kutcher in that movie? Right. Wow, that's the they, real that's the real meat some, cute, you know, or the real rom com of it. Yeah, who exactly. Was the, who was the other female besides Mila? Like uh, in the in, with the one with Kutcher was uh, Natalie Portman. Oh, Pat Portman, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right on, All right, good stuff. Yeah. Okay, that was the movie chart and some movie history, and we'll be <laughs> right back with the hot picks. <laughs> 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The Hot Picks. The Hot Picks. The third chart is the Hot Picks and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a Hot Pick and let's see who did not. The Hot Picks. The Hot Picks. These are the hot picks. We'll see if our picks are better than the, what was it? iHeart Alternative chart? iHeart Alternative, yeah. iHeart Alternative. And uh, I'll bet we did do better. Let's find out. All right, coming in at number five. Number five. Um, this is my first pick. This is Liquid Mike with K2. This sounds druggy. That's a good, that's a good, like, summertime, like, let's yeah. go drink at the quarry, kind of like, let's go play right, right. mailbox baseball. and Oh, yeah, for know. townies. Yeah, there you go. Totally. Townie, townie rock, yeah. Townie hey, did rock. He, oh, he yeah. said summertime 2009. Is that what yeah. he said? Yeah, he that's did the, say that. That's the summer that Have a Summer was invented. Wow. So How maybe that's that? why, that's what clicked with me. Yeah, it must have. Good radar for that. Good stuff. <laughs> What a summer it was. The summer of, that, that could be a sequel to Brian Adams. Yeah. Summer of 69. Oh, yeah. The summer, <laughs> summer of 2009. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, cool. Coming in at number four. Number uh, four. Howard's pick. This is Tizo Touchdown with Impossible. Right, I love that. I love it's that cool. voice too. I was really wondering, like, when the beat started in the music, I'm like, how is this going to be hip hop? Like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be right. It sounded like, like Lou over Reed. that music. I was like, how yeah. is it going to fit like verses over that? Yeah, it so sounded like, like really the Strokes interesting. or Lou Reed or something. Yeah, uh, I love got that. Great lyrics, and then the, the other ver- verses pay off too. Like, really good, thoughtful lyrics, and he talks about stuff you don't usually hear him mention in rap songs. So. It's kind of cool. And he's got a real weird look. He wears like football shoulder pads and he has like mm-hmm. hardware nails sticking out of his face and stuff. But what's his name? Tizo Touchdown. Nice. T E Z Creative. He's the newest uh, like super creative guy. You know? They let one of those in every few years. Like, yeah. Andre. Oh, Andre yeah. Wow. He's got yeah. nails all over, like nails for hair, basically. Yeah. He's got a nail all over. It's like pinhead. <laughs> yeah. Then people um, will say, like, how do you sleep? There's nails in your hair. And then he wrote a song about how he sleeps at night. So it's a whole thing he's got going. Um, I want to, I want to, uh, when is mine coming up? Right now. Okay. Can I talk about it now? Or yeah. Do you can I just, just should I just introduce the song? Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, go ahead. Go I'll ahead. say that. All right. Coming in at number three. 
Number three. This is Seth's pick. This is Noah Cahan with Dial Drunk. And do you want me to play a little bit first or do you want to set it up? Well, I, I purposely chose something that is not does not make me look cool because I figure it's be a little more interesting. It's a bit of a guilty pleasure. Sure. Um, and it's one of these things like it's could be kind of shitty, but I kind of can't stop listening to it. And the way I came about this guy is my wife's from Vermont and he he's from Vermont and sings about being from Vermont. So she automatically was like, nobody's from Vermont. I let's, we're going to go check out this guy's show. And it's, it's like emo kind of alt country esque. Yeah. And then, this is just like, uh, and then it also has Post Malone in it, which I'm sure is some sort of oh, cool. corporate, you know, like, hey, Post Malone <laughs> yeah. will be on this and boost these sales. And da, da, da. But it's like, yeah, it's like, I, I, I'm a little embarrassed that I like it, but I'm also like, fuck it. I'm going to listen to this when I'm driving down the road. And it's like, a, it just reminds me of like when you're 19, <laughs> like it romanticizes being kind of a fuck up. When you're, you know, when you're like 19. You would get fired from uh, AM radio so fast with the length of that introduction. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> we listen to a lot of uh, embarrassing country on this. Coming here, number yeah. two. I'm really ashamed to admit that I like this. <laughs> Is that Post Malone right there? That's Post Malone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a good song. It's yeah, it's it's like a very hooky. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I'm curious what what do you guys think of Post Malone? I like him. I like him too. Like I, I, I he's got a really good voice. He you really know, does. He yeah. can really sing. So yeah. I respect that. And he's such he a does weirdo. some signature uh, things with his voice too, that we could just always tell it's him. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like he genuinely just kind of like marches to his own drum, you know? Yeah. Like he's just kind of a weirdo. He's the first guy with face tattoos that like moms like could put their arms around. Oh, totally. I mean, in a, in a good and bad way, I feel like he's like the police in the 80s. You know, like people are like, right. oh, I, I like the police. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody likes <laughs> right. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. His, his, speaking of country, you know, if you see, he does, uh, there's some, he did some benefit when Texas had all those snowstorms and something, something, but he does, he does a couple of uh, country covers that are, he does a Sturgill Simpson cover and a somebody else cover. And they're really good. Yeah. Right on. We heard him doing a Joe Diffie cover, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. He did right a, here. I think he did like a Nirvana cover or something. That he did a bunch of Nirvana covers. Yeah. Actually yeah, I've stood heard him up. That too, like yeah. the way yeah. he sang it felt, pretty good you know <laughs> yeah like, oh this is a guy who can who can like flex on that kind of stuff and you know his uh, dad managed uh concessions at uh cowboy stadium oh did he really really yeah hot dogs all day <laughs> yeah. speaking of uh not sure <laughs> father son stuff did you have you seen the the commercials for the new america's most wanted no um Who's they got the, uh, the John, what's his name? They got the guy's kid doing it. Yeah. So it, it, it makes what? me laugh because John Walsh, he's still there and he's leading the commercial and he looks good for his age and everything. And he's going like, you know, we're back on America's Most Wanted. And then he goes, hosted by me, John Walsh. And I also, I'm bringing my son in too. And he like brings his son in who's trying to look tough, but he's kind of yeah. just like skinnier right. guy. And I was just thinking, like, God, that must be so embarrassing for his son. 
He's like, got to like he live he's up his dad to, the... to introduce him on screen, and he's like, "Come right. on, son, like introduce yourself." <laughs> also, why yeah, do they yeah. need to look tough? It's, it's not like we right. believe that you're capturing these people. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, they're going out. Like, you make it seem like, all right, I'm waiting for the call. I'm going to pounce in there. Yeah, I'm like they're pursuing son. on foot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's uh, like what you were saying to Seth about everything is a property from 20 years ago. Uh, like, let's do that and stuff the sun in it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We're in a good spot. Great spot. <laughs> yeah. Culture's good. All right. Coming in at number two. Number two. This one's a big fat plug for me. This is uh, off the Destroy All Neighbors soundtrack, which just came out this last week. Um, this is the movie that I scored for Shudder. Oh, yes. And it's uh, available. It's uh, You can go see it being screened at uh, Alamo Draft Houses around the country or just watch it on Shudder. And then Sub Pop put out the uh, soundtrack last week. And so you'll get uh, exclusive premiere stories on Two Charted this week. Yeah, there you go. And uh, it has 69 tracks on the soundtrack. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. All scored it's by you? Packed. Yeah, me and Ryan. Wow. What's Technically, your it was like a hundred and something cues. I mean, this give thing us is your wall to wall music. Give us your top 23 of those 69. <laughs> Coming in, number 23. <laughs> um, I'm trying to pick which one to do. I'll do this one, which is kind of. Uh, it sort of stands out. It's like really different than the other cues we did. It's called Mona Lisa Grimace. And we were basically, um, we were kind of doing like seventies glam rock, almost like, like a impersonation on this one. Like if found footage from some lost seventies band, this is Mona Lisa Grimace. Good track, yeah, dude. That's, that's great. That's your boy right there. Fade do you out. do you complete the whole song or just did like no, sixty seconds? That's of that? it. I mean, we had a little uh, bit more, but that's that's the the interesting thing about doing this. That you know, sometimes I wish I could go back and just be like, yeah, or, you know, you wish you had more time to do stuff like that. But send the me way, the outtakes. I'll rap over them. Oh yeah, for sure. Why let them go to waste? Give me the beats. Yeah, but you really are scoring like like to the movie, to the scene. You're watching the scenes unfold, and you have that much time to fill, and you're making something happen. What's going on like, in that one? Is they they're at a bar or something? That one is uh, Jonah's character, Jonah Ray. He uh, has just he's inadvertently killed his neighbor, and um, and killed a couple more people inadvertently like a homeless guy and, and he's he's basically panicking and wondering what to do with the body and he finally at that point gets the courage to like throw the bodies in this ditch and then that music comes on as his big like relief celebration he's kind of dancing to himself <laughs> like okay. he thinks he's finally Job rid well himself of these like ghosts basically that are haunting him um uh it's a pretty random cue but we really had fun making it but the rest is filled with like prog rock and edm and it goes all over the place it was super fun right on and where can people see the movie yeah on shutter you get the shutter app or you can go get tickets and see it in the theater at uh your local alamo draft house oh sweet great yeah. place to see it it's so fun to see in theaters. It's such a trip. I mean, I've never been a part of like a movie like this. So it's just so fun to see people reacting and like you can What's see the where the jokes at, uh... really land and stuff and where they, you know, it's just like the jokes land in places I never saw coming, you know, when I'm just watching, like going crazy, trying to make the music. Um, it's Absolutely. cool stuff. It's fun. Exciting stuff. We'll have more exclusives on two charted. Head over there. And uh, all right, coming in number one. Number one. Howard's pick. This is 21 Savage with Red Rum. 
they've been around for a while too, right? Uh, it's a, it's not Twenty One Pilots. It's it's the oh, rapper yeah. Twenty One Savage. That's a banger for sure. Yeah, it's a fun one. I don't know what that sample is, but uh, they made good use of it. Wow, yeah. That has like an awesome swing to it. Um, I'm glad it wasn't 21 Pilots. You really, <laughs> true, true, you true. really read my mind there. That is what I was picturing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sound good. When you think that I saw him. Yeah. Any artist that has a number in their names like that, I just automatically assume you're like a 2000s era alternative band. Yeah, band. Like uh, 311. Yeah, 311. Isn't that a band? I think that's a band. 311. 311, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's tons of them. Yeah. Obviously Blink-182. Some 21. Some 41. 41. Uh, yep. Oh, uh, my yeah. God, some so 41. Uh, Eve 6. Eve 6. Yeah. Uh, Finger 11. Nine. <laughs> Room 222. <laughs> <laughs> They're all out there. Hey, uh, Seth. The four tops. Su- the four tops. Four yeah. tops, yeah. <laughs> Turk 182. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Hutton oh, Band. <laughs> right on. Uh, super fun. This was great. I love doing this. Love having you back, Seth. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be back. And people need to check out when is your Chicago Med hit the streets? I don't know. Probably pretty soon. I, I, I did it right before Christmas, so I bet it's going to be up pretty soon. But, you know, I don't have to tell your fans to keep watching Chicago Med. Yeah, they're, they're already just, They're going to automatically see it. They're all dick wolf heads. Dick probably watch heads. Fire, Med, and PD. You know? That'd be great if they didn't even call themselves just wolf heads. They called yeah. themselves yeah. Dick Wolf Heads. Yeah. Wolf heads. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was a blast. Did you get to meet Dick Wolf? <laughs> no, I bet you. I actually asked somebody, I'm like, does he even pay attention? Like, no, we, get no, we give notes every once in a while. I'm like, I can't oh, believe interesting. that. Three shows on at once. Yeah, like, he's just sitting in a throne somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Did Did you play a sick person or someone? I did. To... I did. I didn't get to oh, die, cool. but I played a sick person. Yeah, and I uh, I did, without spoiling too much, it turns out that like I'm really irritable, and my wife thinks I'm suicidal, but then it turns out I'm sick. I have an illness. Oh, uh, yeah. maybe uh, strong enough for a spinoff that character. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a um, there's this actor in Destroy All Neighbors, Christian Calloway, and he plays like a homeless guy in it. And he's the nicest guy in the world. But it's amazing because he's his career now is basically just playing homeless guys like he's 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 made himself uh, he's let himself go on purpose, letting his beard get insane and his hair look bedraggled, you know, and it's just he's just nailed this corner of the market. 
That's what life. they fucking want you to do. They yeah. just want it. They want you to be whatever that thing is. And it's like, okay, and he's, we can just, he's just embraced it. And it's <laughs> amazing watching him, him <laughs> watching him at the Q and A's and stuff and super articulate. And he's just like, yep, yeah, like this is, <laughs> this is what I do. Like I'm an expert at being a homeless guy. That's funny. He's so funny in it. Uh, <laughs> right on. Um, be sure to check out all those. Um, start. Anything yeah, else? Uh, check out uh, College Town. It's the po- podcast I do with Seth on Comedy Bang Bang World. Yeah, me and Aaron Whitehead. It's a really weekly fun. podcast, and uh, we have a blast making it. And we're yeah. recording tomorrow, so it's going to be awesome. Will right. do. Also, check out uh, Grift Horse with myself and Megan Beth Keister. You can earn money just listening to that program. Many, many people have. Also, check out Drop Day Duel. Uh, those episodes, if you haven't checked in in a minute, those episodes have gotten longer and oh, uh, really? more beefed up with tons of music. So check that out. Nice. And uh, check out all the other stuff. And we will see you right here next week on Who, Who Charted. Charted.